Get this full audiobook for free by clicking now the link in the description. It's brought to you by The Book Guide. Summers, but his cheeks red in any way. It's not like you to sleep so long, he says, and I hear worry in his voice. I shrug it off and stand on weak legs. I guess I needed it. An odd ringing in my ears takes hold, piercing but not painful. I shake my head back and forth, trying to get rid of it, looking like a wet dog in the process. That'll be the banshee scream. He crosses to me and takes my head in gentle but calloused hands. I submit to his examination, sighing in annoyance. He turns me sideways, glancing at ears that ran red with blood however long ago. You're lucky it didn't hit you head on. I'm a lot of things, but I don't think lucky is one of them. You're alive, Mare, he says sharply, pulling away. That's more than many can say. His glare brings me back to Nayersee when I told my brother I didn't trust his word. Deep in my heart, I know I still don't. I'm sorry, I mutter quickly. Of course I know others have died for the cause and for me. But I've died too. Mare of the Stilts died the day she fell onto a lightning shield. Marina, the lost silver princess, died in the bowl of bones. And I don't know what new person opened her eyes on the undertrain. I only know what she has been and what she has lost, and the weight of it is almost crushing. Are you going to tell me where we're going, or is that another secret? I try to keep the bitterness from my voice, but fail miserably. Killorn is polite enough to ignore it and leans back against the door. We left Nayersi five hours ago and we're headed northeast. That's honestly all I know. And that doesn't bother you at all? He only shrugs. What makes you think the higher-ups trust me or you for that matter? You know better than anyone how foolish we've been and the high cost we paid. Again, I feel the sting of memory. You said yourself, you can't even trust Shade. I doubt anyone's going to be sharing secrets anytime soon. The jab doesn't hurt as much as I expected it to. How is he? Killorn tosses his head, gesturing out to the hallway. Farley carved out a nice little medical station for the wounded. He's doing better than the others, cursing a lot, but definitely better. His green eyes darken a bit, and he turns his gaze away. His leg, I drew in a startled breath. Infected? At home in the stilts, Infection was as bad as a severed arm. We didn't have much medicine, and once the blood went bad, all you could do was keep chopping, hoping to outrun fever and blackened veins. To my relief, Killorn shakes his head. No, Farley dosed him good. And the Silvers fight with clean bullets, so that's big of them. He laughs darkly, expecting me to join him. Instead, I shiver. The air is so cold down here. He'll definitely be limping for a while. Will you take me to him, or do I have to figure out the way myself? Another dark laugh, and he extends his arm. To my surprise, I find that I need his support to help me walk. Nayersi and the Bowl of Bones have certainly taken their toll. Mersive. That's what Killorn calls the strange underwater boat. How it manages to sail beneath the ocean is beyond both of us, though I'm sure Cal will figure it out. He's next on my list. 
I'll find him after I make sure my brother is still breathing. I remember Cal being barely conscious when we escaped, just like me. But I don't suppose Farley will set him up in the medical station, not with injured guardsmen all around. There's too much bad blood, and no one wants an inferno in a sealed metal tube. The banshee's scream still rings in my head, a dull whine that I try to ignore. And with every step, I learn about new aches and bruises. Killorn notes my every wince and slows his pace, allowing me to lean on his arm. He ignores his own wounds, deep cuts hidden beneath yet another set of fresh bandages. He always had battered hands, bruised and cut from fishing hooks and rope. But they were familiar wounds. They meant he was safe, employed, free from conscription. If not for one dead fishmaster, little scars would be his only burden. Once that thought would have made me sad. Now I feel only rage. The main passage of the Mersive is long but narrow, divided by several metal doors with thick hinges and pressurized seals.